Halloween is almost upon us. Every year it seems to be a bigger and bigger deal, despite reticence uh, in the community as well. And as with Christmas decorations, people are going to enormous lengths to have an array of frightening figures and pumpkins and spiders' webs to greet trick-and-treaters. I see there's been advice about being careful with the placement of spiders' webs in case they entrap birds on their regular flight paths. And then, of course, there are the Halloween sweets, that surfeit of sugar that's come to accompany the remembrance of souls that have departed this life. This morning we have a Halloween cake you may like to try instead of completely dissolving the dental fillings of our children. Fiona Hughes is an internationally celebrated photographer, stylist and cook living just outside Auckland who always makes something truly disgusting for Halloween, we're told. Her dog poo biscuits, for example, are renowned. But someone said to us that it does require a level of cognitive dissonance to put one of them in your mouth. Fiona's a former food stylist of the year in New Zealand. She's been shortlisted three times for the same title at the International Food Photography Awards in London. She's been a gold medal winner at Le Prix de la Photographie in Paris. You'll have spied her work on many magazine covers, and she's an artist. Fiona Hutchadu, very nice to have you on. Were you watching the rugby? I was, Jim, and hats off to the boys. They did a magnificent job, but not the result we wanted. No, but so close. Not the result we wanted by any means. And you can just see. I've never seen so much in the faces of a losing team as I've seen this morning, actually. No, it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. Uh, You're out in the country a bit, so would you get many trick-or-treaters? I think you and the children have a tradition of doing something quite different for Halloween. We did. So we're, uh, we live rurally, so sending the kids out onto the pavement is not an option to, to trawl around the streets. So what we used to do is all dress up and um, pile kids into a car and go, go round from neighbour to neighbour that way. Um, yeah, so that's... So we'd you start would... Off with a, we'd start off with a little note to the neighbours saying, yeah. we're coming in a couple of days at a, ah. at a certain time on Hallowed Eve. Um, so they knew we were coming, and then we'd um, go about creating a dastardly treat that would sort of um, excite them and disgust them all at the same time. Oh, that's a great thing to do because it's got a lot more purpose in it. Not that drifting down the street isn't fun, but you know that's <laughs> that's you've really made it an art form. I think. Well, for me, I, I find it a little bit um, weird that that kids just turn up and expect something. So we would flip that slightly and we would be the ones turning up with the tricky kind of treat that looked disgusting but tasted delicious. <laughs> yeah, it is a pity in a way we just kind of these days hand out lollies to kids as they come by. I suppose we don't want too many tricks played on us and it's a nice, safe way of doing it. By the way, the the ghastly-looking dog poo biscuits of yours achieving international fame, <laughs> um, they, they are easy to make. I saw them on your Instagram page, I think, among some other chilling-looking concoctions. You're so great at, the, at coming up with them. But the dog poo, bis- dog poo biscuits aren't too, aren't too hard to make? They're not too hard to make. The recipe is up on my Instagram feed. There's a little highlight with a skull on it, so re- uh, listeners can go in there and find the recipe. So it's pretty much a chocolate, delicious chocolate biscuit um, that you fashion into a log, put it in the oven, and then when, it pull, when you pull them out and they're a little bit soft, They'll be a little bit flat, and that's when you get in there with your kids. Maybe put some um, gloves on with your kids because they're a little bit warm, and you can fashion them into realistic-looking dog poos from sort of Alsatians to Labradors down to Cocker Spaniels and Jack Russells, and you have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, the um, mistress of the macabre. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, and to, you know, get, put them into, into clean brand new dog poo bags and deliver them around and give them to people as gifts, it, um, it does create a laugh and keeps that magic alive of, you know, disgusting but um, tasting amazing. Yeah, no, that's right. The hairy cake. Which is now I've spied that as well. It's quite magnificent. The one I saw was pink with black hairs growing out of it. How do people react when they see that, Fiona? It's, I lost a lot of followers actually, Jim, from that one. It was I probably pushed it a little too far, but you know it was sort of ambidextrous in the way that it wasn't really anything, but it was something disgusting to look at. So I made a strawberry and rhubarb cake and layered it with some uh, rhubarb in the centre and then covered it with a very fleshy-looking buttercream. Um, and then into that, I, I poached uh, cocoa phyllo pastry shards that I'd baked so they were a little bit bristly and prickly-looking, um, and then covered one side of the cake with this sort of massive hair and then um, inserted hairs one by one into the rest of it. So it's kind of a mix between hair that you get on the... Um, hairdressing floor to um, whiskers in an old man or something like that. So it's all a bit ick and makes people gag a little, but tastes insanely delicious. Oh, yes, it is a disgusting combination to to view. (laughs) I'm still puzzled about how you get the hairs that thin because you need really real thinness for them, don't you? So I actually had from a photo shoot that I'd done some um, katafi, which is a uh, Greek or Persian phyllo shard that they use to make back clever out of but you can actually if you cut if you roll up phyllo and cut it very very finely um, and then bake it in the oven you'll get a similar very similar um, kind of fine hairy looking curly thing <laughs> that you can poke into your cake it's a startling apparition it could be any cake i mean fiona you could buy a plain sort of cake if you needed to yep. You could go to the supermarket and get um, some trifle sponge, layer that up with some strawberry sauce from the dessert aisle and some mascarpone or some whipped cream or something and then cover that with a fleshy sort of coloured buttercream. So that was just a basic buttercream icing that I made and chucked some yellow and red food colouring in, um, which again is fun to do with the kids because you can kind of test the colour against your skin to see if it's legitimately good. Um, Yeah, and, and then just Flat that all over the top, whatever shape you like, um, and then get some hairs into it and get gag-worthy and disgusting. It'll be the talk of any party, and I imagine people have never, a lot of people have never thought of doing anything like that, so that's great to talk to you. Do you have any other tour de forces for um, the next couple of days for Halloween? Um, I'll probably make some more marzipan maggots. They're always good. Marzipan um, maggots. Yes, <laughs> which uh, people can see on my Instagram on a tart that I made. Um, and they're really easy to make with the kids too. So you just go and buy some almond icing from the supermarket, break off little bits and roll them against something that's got some lines on it. So um, I use an old butter pat or a knocky roller, but you can use the base of a jandle, a clean jandle or anything like that and just roll them so they're a little bit thin at the end and then paint some black eyes on one end and you've got a nice little tasty almond marzipan maggot. You've got such clever Halloween <laughs> ideas. Hey, lovely to talk to you, uh, albeit on a slightly sad morning for both of us. Slightly sad morning, but we'll get over it. And the boys did a great job. And, you know, as long as they knew the country was behind them, I think that was the main thing. And we still are. And of course we still are. Of course we mm-hmm. still are. Yeah. Fiona Hughes uh, has been our guest.